Hello and welcome to Gravitas Wins Conversations. I'm your host, Joseph Jude. Whether you are an executive or an entrepreneur, you face two challenges all the time. How to solve problems that you are facing and how to capture new opportunities. You need all the leverage that you can gain to beat the competition. Visual thinking and communication is one such leverage. My guest today, Satya, has made it as a mission to help executives and entrepreneurs in using visuals as one of the leverage. In today's conversation, we discuss tools, success stories, and ways you can get started. Hope the conversation is helpful to you. Hello, Satya. Welcome to the conversation. Hi, Joseph. Glad to see you. Satya, let's start with this. What was your backstory into visual thinking and communication? Many would be able to relate to this. As with all, it happened because of COVID. Uh, previously, I was having my own consulting agency. I was working with a business partner. Apparently, our business flopped <laughs> because of COVID and variety of reasons. I didn't have any other thing to do. So only other opportunity I had was like, let me join Twitter and figure things out. And I discovered this amazing, uh, really vibrant, creative community on Twitter. Maybe it's not that much as today it was earlier. And one of the person that I came across was Jack Butcher. And he had a wonderful handle and a brand called Visualize Value. Then I became so enamored by what he's doing. So he's he takes these wonderful concepts, philo- like uh, stoicism, philosophy, or especially he became very famous after taking Naval Ravikant's mm. concepts and visualized it. And that kind of visualization was so appealing to me that I also wanted to create such and that's how it became like a like a it became it started as a simple passion and then subsequently I started making it people started liking it there came to a point where people started asking me like can you do it for me and they paid me for it <laughs> then then realized that hey there is something in here then then we are here now <laughs> so yeah I'm glad that you picked something that you liked and you pursued it as a passion and then, then it became a revenue stream. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that, Satya. I sort of have a theory. So, so I call that as good fan and great fan. Like you can be a good fan of a lot of things, right? You can be, you can like music, you can like songs, etc., etc. Like like the analogy that I gave is that like like go to a hotel, you eat a, a munchy biryani and you, and you like it, you love it, you appreciate the chef, you give five-star reviews. That's being a good fan. A great fan is like my mom. So what she will do is that she will ask like, what did you put in the biryani? What is the masala? What is the ingredient? And she would want to recreate that biryani at home. Mm. So you have to distinguish between like whether you're a good fan of that particular art form or a craft and or a great fan. And great fan meaning that you can't help yourself not recreating it. And that is how you can find your niche or a little above passion. And you want to make a career out of it. So I became great fan of this micro visual, this atomic visual that people are talking about. And I wanted to recreate it. And I'm a good fan of many things. I'm a good fan of sketchnoting. I'm a good fan of writing. But I'm a great fan of this visual form of communication. Thanks. Thanks, Satya. We are just five minutes into the conversation and I'm already getting a lot of value out of this. (laughs) The good fan and the great fan for art form, basically. Exactly. exactly. I've heard this being said about creator, mm-hmm. like is, I think this uh, Tim Ferriss talked about this thousand fans. I think he himself got it from somebody else, but then he always talks about thousand good fans for a creator to be in the creator economy. But what you are saying is you have to be a great fan 
of the art to form correct or correct. or of some particular venture and then that is how you will try to understand everything about that exactly. and study the top guys in that particular field and recreate it and then you make it your own exactly exactly it may be cliche to quote steve jobs here but but like steve jobs says you need that enough passion because point of a time it's going to become drudgery it's mm. going to be a huge challenge whatever art form the only thing that can help you to take the next step then the next step is going to be the passion that you have for the craft and if that passion is not there you just have to let go so if you are unable to face the challenge then then it's it's a, it's a it's a craft that you may not want to pursue and if you have that like like gravitas like you call it to actually take the next step then there is something in it you are able to put up with the struggle you are able to put up with the challenge then the mental model i'm just using is that good fan or a great fan so i'm a good fan of a biryani i don't want to cook biryani but my mom is a great fan of a biryani mm. so so you have to decide which type of fan you are wonderful and you cannot be a great fan of way too many things you can be a good fan of many things exactly 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 yeah 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 definitely okay. definitely okay satya you talked about okay you shared these things on the twitter and then some people said can you do this for me and then they paid can you can we talk a little bit about how did you make this as a business how you have been growing this as a business how are you finding your clients is it is it only via twitter so majorly it came via twitter and it's it is coming via twitter also and uh, fortunately i had the like gift of having a lot of inbound queries so so twitter or linkedin or any social media i think people underestimate the concept like like the the luxury that we have on twitter and so i i used to be i i wasn't in sales earlier but i used to accompany sales people as a manager as a as a training coordinator etc etc and you know the physical sales cycle is such a drudgery mm. they'll ask you to wait and all those things people don't understand the luxury that you have because of because of because of internet you are actually placed on a pedestal just mm. by writing some random words you don't have to talk people you don't have to have charisma you're just putting your work out there and you you have been literally have the opportunity of being looked by millions of people i mean if 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 time favors if algorithm favors etc etc and that visibility increases you increases your credibility increases authority and you are putting your skill in front of the front of a huge audience and mm. if they are interested they are going to call back or the other way around you can always go and ask people hey i do such kind of things do you want to do such kind of things maybe you can do some sample work hey i did something like this so that's how i started earlier for example just like again i'm going to take jack butcher's concept he was nobody he was literally nobody on twitter what he took is that he took nawal ravikant's concept he did it and he tagged nawal ravikant on twitter so nawal ravikant liked it and retweeted it and that that network effect basically blew his account up blew his now he is one of those top level creators in the entire economy so i also started mimicking it i tagged few people i mean i also did something for raval raikant he didn't retweet it but <laughs> there were other people uh, who were kind enough to like it retweet it they liked my style of doing it and you basically increase that credibility and visibility on the platform eventually there there would be some people who might be interested hey can you do it for me or you go and reach out to them i can do it for you how much would you pay like they do like paypal like this so you don't have to go to upwork or or whatever freelancing platform i have never been there i have never done this and all those things so it has been such a this then what happened is that you do like a minimal like a tier one service so i'll do five visuals 
then after that i'll not only do visuals i'll also do schedule these visuals on your social media platform i can be your ghost uh, scheduler i can help you plan your social media calendar so you basically upsell certain other higher levels of services and that's how it became so instead of a hundred dollar service it becomes a thousand dollar consulting or even even further then it became a retainer fee at least that is what i am trying to grow i mean it worked last year it's sort of in working this year also i'm now currently focusing on instead of doing a hundred dollar service at all i'll no more do hundred dollar service i'll say i can do only ten dollar thousand dollar service if you want you can you can join so it, i'm offering it as a package so each one for himself you just have to figure that out for yourself every day is a learning then ultimately you get that get that moving the momentum so yeah i i love it satya uh, fine you are you are here you are talking about $1000 offering as a service mm. that you are talking about but let's go back to the initial days mm. what were some of the challenges that you faced when you said okay i'm going to do this as a business mm-hmm. so uh, first you started off as mimicking jack butcher you were putting out your visuals people liked it then you said okay i'm going to make this as a business mm-hmm. what were some of the challenges that you faced and how did you overcome them no but, but, but very practically like you will not have cash flow like initially mm. like you have to that's the unfortunate apathy that every entrepreneur or solopreneur had to Okay. I mean, uh, 2021. I told myself that, like, okay, I'm this business is not working. The previous consulting business was not working, and might as well explore my creative avenue at least now. So I took like everybody was on break, I believe, in 2021. <laughs> so so I gave myself the freedom to explore it. So that. that there was a buffer to me i'm i'm not kidding like i had a buffer i had some amount of savings so i wasn't like running hither and there i wasn't desperate etc etc so there was minimum buffer and i also had a very minimalistic like my family itself had a minimalist life so we didn't have that much of a requirement i didn't have a huge emi to pay so all those things so i think you need to carefully uh, understand your own cash flow requirement then subsequently build that buffer and see whether you have that luxury to uh, and i'm using the word luxury in a very pertaining way so that's that's one thing the second obvious thing is that actually mastering the craft itself mm. okay there are thousands of people who are trying to become somebody on on twitter on social media trying to make an, a business out of it not everybody can are able to make it they go back and apply for a job <laughs> join back and all it's nothing wrong in it but again you just have to put up with that both both externally you should have that buffer and internally you should also have that have that enough enough amount of grit to actually to put up with it so these two things i believe you should okay satya you talked about mastering the craft mm-hmm. can we go a little deeper into it how do you go about mastering the craft of say for example in your case visuals i i didn't have a theory but i later realized that it was validated by theory so basically collect then copy then subsequently create so basically collect like like your own mini library of craft that you are great fan of so that's a thing i believe we we had then like you also talked about mimic and then mastery i think that's the same theory you don't have to do it for everything you do it for the thing that you are great fan of mm. and subsequently you want to master it so first you need to collect those great pieces that you like 
then second after that you copy them rework them i was actually trying to recreate jack butcher's thing on a powerpoint i didn't know that something like canva existed or figma existed i was trying to do it on powerpoint that's the medium that i know mm. and in fact a couple of earlier earlier podcast interviews by jack butcher i was literally stalking him <laughs> like and like looking at what was the thing there in earlier interviews he was actually talking about the craft itself Mm. not the business part of it mm. so in the craft he actually says that for example there's an i still remember he had an interview with david perel and david perel was very pertaining in asking how do you create that particular visual Correct. and he actually gives a demo this is the, this is the quote i break this quote i have it on my evernote then take a particular thing i look at this like this and i'm contrasting this is how i do he he i think he did it on a keynote this one and all those things he didn't know use fancy software or something like that despite having a graphic designing degree so you study them then you copy copy and imitate them finally everybody are derivative and i try to become a, a poor version of jack butcher <laughs> and i became a better version of myself so <laughs> wow that's fantastic that's a fantastic way of putting it yes uh-huh. so so yeah that's that's how you you do it so you yeah. pick that craft and do it. i love this particular example that you have given satya so now let's move on to that visual side of it can you share some success stories somewhere where you have helped entrepreneurs executives anybody for that matter in in helping them think through or communicate visually and you have been happy they have been happy can you give me some success stories yeah sure so i can make a quote like three practical examples but before that like the main outcome of the of this visual thinking learning communication process is clarity mm. so clarity in understanding for myself for my own learning and also in communicating my ideas thoughts to the other person so the clarity is the ultimate goal and understanding comprehension so this is the ultimate goal of visual thinking or or whatever it might be i think any form of communication is for clarity right like that's the idea here we are appending with visualization of the of the idea so that's the main goal and the intention is to whether it will increase my performance whether it will increase my accelerate my learning whether it will improve my creativity creative capabilities whether it will help me give my mental declutter so this is the this is the intentions around with which we are playing with in that way for example i helped one of my one of a cxo he is actually a cmo marketing guy he was trying to launch his own business so i helped him walk through through his own ideas through a visual framing thinking of his ideas these are all the things and all those things and we used a thing called miro miro helps you to place ideas so apparently he doesn't his thinking is far more superior that's what he discovered when he is working not on obsidian but rather than on miro i'm not saying this tool is better or that tool is better some things work better for you your way of thinking your brain than the other two so you just have to like discover rediscover this is little better sometimes i mean sometimes what i try to do is that sometimes i take the notes in bullet form then i also do a mind map then i also mm. put on miro so that that different tool and the interface makes you think little differently in a different manner so it's nothing to do with drawing a drawing a human figure or being artistic a beautiful flower or something like that it's basically like playing with different interfaces of mediums where the information is processed by you so that's that's one thing then another thing is that i had like this brilliant uh, business coach he he's based out from a couple of them actually they were based out from us so i remember working with them i was helping them with their social media marketing and all those things eventually i realized that they also had a very strong special visual way of looking at uh, things i i wouldn't say i helped them launch it but i think i influenced them to launch a community 
community for their upcoming this one so he was a, he was a former disciple of tony robbins so i was mm-hmm. was able to work with them another recent example that i would say is that i helped like a couple of my friends in designing their websites so that is also another example so again designing websites you can always do it linearly but also you can do a mind map blow it up each node is a, is a, is a is a is a page so there's a menu bar this is about services and all those things and what happened with another the ngo that i was doing is that they realized that they were duplicating the content multiple pages so it will be in the about page also it will be in the service pages also they were able to see that only after creating that mind so you can also do a reverse outlining of a particular content using mind map spatially then they realize that duplication then they realize that you can simply hyperlink this page to that page you don't have to like create so those kind of things could happen if you use such visual thinking learning tools so yeah okay satya thanks for sharing all of those things what are the mistakes you have seen when people are starting in this particular journey of okay. visual thinking or or even communication what are the mistakes you you have seen people do oh i think we overthink first of all and and then get get overwhelmed i think i think i think the the issue itself is with the visual thinking and learning industry i, I in some ways i don't attach myself to the industry because if you see a lot of illustrator types are in the visual thinking and learning industry no I'm, don't think me don't misunderstand me that i'm bad mouthing them but the thing is that like they the immediate thing is that they make this beautiful aesthetically mm. pleasing illustrations because they come from an artistic finance background they draw this beautiful human figures and all those things i think that's one end of the spectrum okay but on the other end you don't have to become that amazing illustrator so to make visual thinking you don't have to have an ipad pro creator so for example i i can't draw so like like let me let me put that i can't draw so that's why i like people like dan mm. okay he very purposefully draws for a better way of saying ugly mm, 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 <laughs> it's mm. just like a one doodle kind of a thing so it's not about the the image it's about the idea it's not about the drawing it's about the concept behind the drawing that's that's much more important so don't overthink don't over be overwhelmed by the plethora of beautiful sketch notes visuals that you saw that's again the reason why i like jack butcher he has basically he uses the geometric shapes okay minimalistic geometric shapes at the best there will be 10 types of geometric shapes that's all so you you mix and match with it and it's a thinking behind the design not the design itself and very well you can you, you can recreate all almost everything that jack created that i created on a powerpoint so that's the, that it's not the designing part as i said it's actually the the thinking part how you interpret and reinterpret the uh, the concept so that said don't don't over embellish your thing don't try to beautify it don't add colors just do white background black color then you can mm. add color mm. don't don't overthink your font and in fact like so that's again that's a reason why i like like dual chrome or monochrome kind of an art form that's what i sort of understand also i am not a graphic designer i am never going to be a graphic designer i am actually an information communicator and i i'm using visuals to communicate those information so that is my it's just a vehicle 
it's not a it's not my thing so so if you come to my workshop i think i think one of like we we recently conducted one of those people said that like thank god satya you said that you don't have to draw <laughs> because i was assuming that this in this workshop you will teach me to draw and all. <laughs> i don't know to draw first of all so we can simply use the existing visual library and basically arrange the visual library as long as it makes sense to you and to the audience you are communicating so we are looking at impact not entertainment so that's mm. uh, lovely lovely satya <clears throat> this visual thinking or visual communication both of these forms when is it most effective and when don't use it or it is less suitable so i think it's more most effective when we are in that awareness phase so you are elaborating you are making mm. sense making space either for yourself or for an audience this one maybe more elaborate long form Well, like a technical document that you want to preserve for future reference maybe there you can append it with a visual but obviously you need a long form content also again this is another sort of like a, like a curse of this visual thinking community it's not visual versus verbal right it's mm-hmm. actually a combination of things so we are looking at understanding we are not trying to create an like artificial war between the visual form or or, <laughs> or a verbal form so it's it's always Just to go along with it together. So, so this is sort of like a dichotomy that we we may could avoid. So, so during the awareness phase, you can use it. Then subsequently, add text. You already talked about some of the tools that you are using: Obsidian, Canva, Miro. If I am starting out, what are the tools that you would encourage me to start with, and what are the tools that I can add for? both for thinking as well as for communication oh yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean glad that you differentiated thinking and communication so that's that's, that's one thing i mean obviously the first thing is a notebook so i'm a very big no, notebook <laughs> holder like you start writing like like bullet in itself is a is a different way of bullet writing like mm. it's in itself a different form of looking at your your content so which which otherwise would be paragraph way of writing things so that's one thing the second tool or process that i would recommend is mind mapping it seems to be the most accessible form of visual thinking you don't have to draw you are just placing existing phrases keywords on a on a radial structure so mind mapping seems to be the most accessible at least in my purview so even if mind mapping doesn't work there's something called cluster mapping which is little bit before mind mapping so in, in english writing classes so these are all pre writing exercises so mind mapping cluster mapping listing then after that you write the actual essay so that is how like mm-hmm. english professors teach this one so these all this pre writing exercises are some form if you look at or non linear because it's trying to capture the non linear way of looking looking at things or at the best you can use like an index card you can write it on points and all those things now there are digital versions of it so there is something called xmind i am an ambassador of xmind you can also use canva canva itself has a whiteboard format where you can dump ideas there are like like digital sticky notes that you can start using miro is another thing which you can also use as a collaborative thing miro's power comes when it is collaborative thing and that's why so you can use it as a group thinking platform and canva obviously i also use it mainly for creating art where i'm communicating to an external mm. audience so, so. notion i use it for organization document organization so these are the wide variety of tools again just a caveat don't be stuck with the tool obviously i think every <laughs> so you you start somewhere be be attached to the process and more importantly be attached to the problem that you are trying to solve 
rather than the tool itself whichever process that you feel works best for you just go with it so that's my suggestion okay satya okay i have i have started using any of these tools i have started to create some of the visuals and i'm also sharing some of those visuals as you said now there's a whole bunch of sea of people who have come in in this particular visual space how can i stand out how do you stand out as a visual communicator so i'll i'll actually reverse it like why do you want to stand out mm-hmm. and, and do you want to stand out for like a particular set of audience i mean if you know that then it's it's much more little more clear in fact i mean you may you may end up offending a lot of people <laughs> mm. so so i think that you have to live with it like there are there are enough people who have criticized me like what is this this is not even visual like you are not even using multiple colors you are not drawing you are literally taking from existing library why are you using canva you should use figma and create your own this one no i don't want to use figma and create my own like a system this one Figma, I mean, Canva already has that library. I'm just going to like steal it from them. <laughs> and the, the the my creativity is the placement of it. Every every one of us are going to face such kind of a criticism. As long as you appeal to that particular set of audience that you want to address and attack and communicate. I earlier had an had a thing of becoming this influencer, like having like a million followers. then i wanted like at least let me become a micro influencer then i thought at least i should get 10000 followers then i am thinking of no i don't want to become both of them can i make money leveraging my creativity hmm. so <laughs> so it's not about followership is not about standing out is not about the likes and all those things and it seems that i appeal to a certain type of audience and as long as that cash flow is met in some ways i think i am happy my client is happy can i solve this problem for myself for the client using this vehicle using this tool if that is done then i'm i'm sort of happy yeah so yeah satya over the entire period that i've been talking to you for the last 30 minutes or so one thing th- that comes off really well is the clarity that you have okay <laughs> <laughs> so one of the thing that you talked about is the benefit of visual thinking and visual communication is that clarity it seems to me that for every question that i ask there's a very very clear thinking and answer so for me it looks like that the proof is here you seem yeah. to have that particular gained that particular clarity so i'm, I'm glad with that satya i'll i'll ask this particular question before i move on to the next segue to the next one it is not just one offering that you have it is not just the one revenue stream that you have you you're making this visual you already talked about the tiered one where you are only making a visual then you are offering a service and a consulting you also sell digital goods via gumroad you have written a book talk to me about how are you thinking about having this multiple revenue streams how do you put to your work in all of those multiple revenue stream making ventures talk to me a little more about that oh yeah so i mean first of all like I mean, I can I can say that like it's all planned from day one. So, <laughs> it wasn't. If, if somebody is saying like that, they are lying. So, <laughs> so they, I didn't have any grandiose plan. But basically, I was experimenting. Then realized that there is a there is a there is a method to the madness. Apparently, I think you were the one. You are one of the ones who introduced me to the concept of value ladder. And you have a ten dollar product. You have a hundred dollar product. You have a thousand dollar product. So so like again, I'm looking at it as a pyramid. 
<laughs> it sort of struck me the and you have multiple frameworks and i think you also gave me another better way of uh, framing it as the barbell strategy mm. you you not only have a 10 dollar product you also have this heavy lifting thousand dollar project the sales cycle is going to be really really long it's going to be high touch high value and at the same time you don't need like 100 or even 1000 people you just need like 2 to 3 customers clients a $1000 or a $2000 client per year and you are sorted then you do it repeat it the next year the next year or something like that then the $100 could be like a lead generation for it the $10 could be even more version of it and of course you will have free versions of it a tweet is a free version of leading your audience i think you had a beautiful a metaphor like entrance to your stadium Mm. and look that's why i like this visual metaphors <laughs> <laughs> so so you have, you have, you have helped me to think in that way so so multiple gateways so and you have this one of those gateways i also have newsletters and obviously so how can you put your work before your audience through social media through linkedin through your newsletter then lead them to buy your 10 dollar product then lead them to buy your 10 100 dollar service or a 200 dollar workshop then 200 dollar workshop works converts into consulting gig so this is the sort of like a you know, path i think i think anybody who is listening to your podcast would already know this and i i mean i i could tell that it works i could tell mm. that, uh, validate the fact that yeah it seems to make sense and you need to have this plethora of things but the mistake that i made earlier is that i went from a 10 dollar product to 1000 dollar product i think now it makes far more sense to actually have a 1000 dollar product and and downgrade and have a 10 dollar product now if at all i am doing it in a more intelligent way so two two three, two three things will happen so 1000 dollar product obviously it's a high ticket high launch you will make money far more quicker the competition is less you don't have to have this so called online credibility you have to find a friend of a friend of a friend who will be able to have a problem that that you can do so that's one thing the second thing that will happen is that you will actually be in the trenches mm. you will actually learn the 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 problem that you, you are not reading some ebook and understanding the problem you are actually working with a client and understanding the problem deeply so you'll, you're you're increasing the authority and third more importantly what will happen is that you will identify certain patterns in the in the problem so if you work with five clients you will understand that these are all the problems they are facing then it will help you to make your 100 dollar offer then 10 dollar offer so so if i'm doing it smart way i would i would recommend everybody i know it will not be an easy task mm. but this i feel that much more well, much more a smarter way of of doing it and of course we all would love to have a 100 dollar product selling to millions of people <laughs> but you have only one james clear you have only one justin wells so apparently it doesn't work for a lot of people again if you want to take the route please ensure that know that james clear has been writing for past 20 years ah. only in the past 4 5 years he he became this huge success so so let's be mindful of that so, yeah so. the overnight success is always a decade in making yeah, exactly even more yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> satya if i may press you a little more you talked about this 1000 dollar product offering 100 dollar offering 10 dollar offering in your own business how would that look like what's a, what's that 1000 dollar offering what's that 100 dollar offering what's that 10 dollar offering oh yeah it's very clear so $10 is my like a curated a pdf and notion document of all my visuals so previously mm-hmm. it was there like now it's no more selling i think there was a peak of the visual this one then it, it, it i think it it plateaued and so so i made some money out of that that led me to like people 
asking me like can you do visuals for me mm. there was a time and season when people were asking me for visuals so i would do like previously i was doing like i'll do two visuals for you so 100 100 200 now i offer it as a package saying that no i'll not do two two visuals it's too much of i'll do bunch of 10 visuals you don't have to pay me 1000 maybe you can pay me 700 so i i offer it as a package and with a caveat because it's high ticket and the conversation is much more this one then slowly this is also panning out and what is much more making sense now is social media support so i'll not only create visuals i'll also help you in creating a i have a g sheet so i i share them this is a g sheet that i have i can help you to do that so i have like a couple of clients that i am working with i'm not doing a marketing strategy mm. i'm simply helping them you have existing content i'm repurposing your content as a thread as a visual as an infographic etc for your audience it would help you to bring more newsletter subscribers more twitter followers then eventually they might buy whatever offering you are it could be a course it could be an app that i'm selling that that you are selling so that's the 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 next level kind of a thing again as i said it's not something that i had planned day one it eventually happened hey satya can you do it also mm-hmm. then you realize that okay these are the things even people don't know mm. then if people don't know that's an opportunity you can capture and say that like for example people don't know there is a you can automate social media scheduling people just don't know and we we take it for granted people don't know that you can you can automate there is a there are multiple automation tools that you can schedule it on twitter hype fury so that you can and i do the work for one one day and it can i can i can schedule mm. it for the next 10 days or something like that that support people needed converting a blog article into a thread itself is a is a requirement so you just have to find that particular thing and you learn the trick as you do that that consulting and to do that so uh, reason again there might be a, an issue where i'm maybe i'm oversimplifying certain things mm. but the reason is that i may want to uh, the listener who is listening not to feel overwhelmed that it is some 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 like you have to have like a master plan to do something you start somewhere you figure out something and you 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 find a way out and sometimes this way there will be a deadline then you come back and do another way of looking at it and so so that's it. so now Lovely. this 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 quarter for example i think we had a conversation earlier before so i've been experimenting with doing lot of live experiences by live experience i'm talking about workshops so so my so i'm doing less of $1000 gigs and $10 i have dried out so i'm no i no more want to do the $10 thing i'm doing $100 workshops mm. so where, where people are coming for it and these workshops are converting far more efficiently into $1000 gigs mm. so so some 20 people come we got two clients from the past 3 months the workshops we have done like five workshops so two clients 3 months out of workshop is actually a good so 100 people we have attacked so 2% is conversion rate so it's, it's actually a good conversion if you look at so i'm using workshops both as its own standalone revenue stream as well as could be a after effect is consulting etc et so that's the point fantastic roadmap that you are laying out for anybody who wants to start not only from a visual business point of view but but for any creativity also this is a fantastic roadmap satya thank you it's it's just a small you know half an hour masterclass on doing business online so i'm, I'm grateful for whatever insights that you have shared satya satya for every guest i ask uh, three rapid fire questions so so here we go sure. what's the kindest thing anyone has done for you <laughs> okay i could I, 
I mean, I can think of my father and mother. So, the kindest thing is accepting your mistake. <laughs> That's a... Okay. This podcast is about leadership, Satya. In that sense, can you share what do you think is the best leadership quality and who has manifested in your life? I think I had my one, one team leader. I think I can share his name. His name is Krishnamurthy. And in my career trajectory, I was, I was working, in a, working in a profile that did not suit me at all. So, so despite being bright and all those things, I was not fit for that particular role. So I literally had to run away from that job. And then in the same organization, I was basically transferred to another job. So he actually, I remember like the, the first week we had a conversation. He said that, Satya, I face the same issue. Hmm. And then subsequently after that, I found my niche here, my thing here. And previously I was assuming that I have to master whatever was given to me. Then he was the one who told me, no, you have to master what comes to you. Mm. <laughs> so you don't have to master everything. For example, I'm not a good manager mm. per se, but I'm better at desktop work for, for saying it in a broad, broad manner. So I like intellectual challenge rather than like convincing somebody or, or the sales kind of negotiating skills or people work, people. So you have to find that thing that comes to you and that the fact that that person, Krishnamurti, was able to empathize with me and share it with me, that he was also considered a failure when he also started his career journey and tell that like now he's leading the entire unit. And that that tells me, that that gave me. So that's a leadership, I believe. That's what Lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, Satya, what is your definition of living a good life? Oh, <laughs> okay. That's a <laughs> big question. When you can sleep calmly in the night, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's a definition of, I'm not sure whether it is Bernard Shaw or somebody like that. Like, like you tire yourself out and then the sleep, you don't have to wait for the sleep. The sleep comes to you, <laughs> something like that. I mean, I went through a sort of a mini crisis earlier. I couldn't sleep. I had to force myself to sleep. I used to sleep like one o'clock, two o'clock. I think some changes are happening now. Where I don't have to force myself to sleep. The sleep is coming. I think that could be like a good definition of life. At least currently in my season, that's how I'm defining it. Thank you. Thank you, Satya. Thank you for sharing your insights about visuals, building a business and your life also. Thank you so much, Satya. Oh, thank you so much for the invitation. And thank you for all the mentoring support. Like, I, I mean, not many people would know that this is not the first conversation we are having. We have had multiple conversations and you've been guiding. And you're one of those rare people who understand both the creator economy at a global international level, but also an Indian mindset, I think. I think, and you have been really helpful in that way. For that, I really appreciate. Never ever thought that I will be a guest on your podcast. But after a lot of <laughs> scheduling and rescheduling, I think we, we finally made it and really appreciate you doing this and appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Satya. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Can I request you to share the key takeaways from our conversation? If you liked our conversation, please share the podcast with others. Have a life of wins. Mm -hmm.